Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you today. As you tune into this podcast, we're always excited to have you sharing with us and all of you that are new subscribers. Welcome to this platform. This is a place where we are determined to build leaders, to help people become what we believe God would have them to become. I am so excited to have you today. And of course, I want to encourage you to make sure that you follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on social media platforms, particularly Instagram is where I live most of the time. And of course, also I encourage you to go to my website, josephwalker3.org for books and content that we believe will help strengthen you as a leader. And also learn more information about when we'll be in your area or when you'd like us to be in that area. We certainly would love to come. Share this podcast with as many people as you can. It would mean a lot to us if you did. And of course, we just truly, truly believe that uh, this is a season for leaders to rise up and to evolve into who God has called them to become. Today, I want to focus in on a subject that I believe is so important. Let me set this up this way. I remember in school, high school in particular, even college, seeing people that everybody admired. They seemed to have a certain level of attractiveness that others did not have. It looks like they had all the different things that people coveted, etc. cetera. But when you got to know those people, you realized that even though they were operating in that space, many of them were incredibly gifted and talented and often were leaders of organizations. When you really got to know them, you discovered that they were struggling with insecurities. I want to really help us understand that every leader regardless of the genre that you are operating, has insecurities. Something we don't talk about much because we know how to cover those things up. We know how to act as if they don't exist and we just continue to function as if though we have it all together. But our insecurities, man, are real. And I want to help you defeat those insecurities today. I want to help us confront them and defeat them because I believe that when you know who you are, your identity in Christ, that you are able to walk this out in leadership, I think it creates a whole nother level of opportunity for you. Insecurities, uh, I believe, start at a deeper place. That's why I want to, first of all, suggest we have to get to the root cause. I wrote a book entitled Restored at the Root. That book really was about us examining issues that have been lying dormant in our lives, but really eroding our spirits and our social lives and our spiritual lives, etc., all because they have been given permission to stay there without being irritated or even dealt with. The fact is, is that there is something or things at the root that create levels of insecurities. Maybe it's failure of the past. Maybe it's words that were spoken over you. Maybe it's the way you were raised and you never saw success. And so you don't believe that it's possible even for you. I just believe it's incredibly important if you as a leader are going to get to the root cause of your insecurities, which manifest in a lot of ways. Hesitancies, like I'm, I want to do it, but I'm second guessing myself. I want to step out and do this, but I think I'm going to fail or I don't know if they'll like me. All of this stuff really is rooted in something, a cause. And until you realize what that cause is, 
you'll never really be able to get beyond it. And so I want you to really get that book, Restored at the Root. There's some exercises in that book behind every chapter that will help you. I call it Root Work. And that book will help you really get to the root cause of many of your insecurities. I know I had to deal with that. And uh, sometimes those insecurities force us to become what we know we should not. And uh, we're looking for affirmation in places that are not healthy. So let's get to the root. And as a consequence of that, this is what I teach in that book about once you, you know, really, you know, pull all that stuff out, what are you going to do with it? Well, the second thing I want to suggest is therapy. Leaders need therapy. You need a therapist. You need someone to talk to, to help you process the trauma in your past, to help you understand how you have evolved to the person you are today. I believe it is incredibly important. It is so important now that we truly, truly understand the power of therapy. But there's so many leaders who do not have therapists. They go it solo. They think they're strong enough. They can handle it because they, they're just so used to taking control. But listen, you're not in control. You have to talk to somebody. Find you a good therapist because every leader needs to have some couch time, some times in which you download to someone who is impartial, someone who is not impressed with your status and someone who can just be incredibly real and honest with you. And so I just believe that when we approach it from that perspective, we can defeat our insecurities. Let's get to the root cause, find out what's at the core, and then let's have somebody to help us walk that out, to deal with that, to find out how this has affected our lives, affected our decisions, affected our view of ourselves. Because if you don't do that, then you end up comparing yourself to others, which is my third thing. Don't compare. We live in such a comparative world and particularly because of social media, right? We are often strolling down other people's timelines, looking at what they're doing and what they're posting. And we often have these response posts and uh, we, we're, we're, we're competing with people, but you have to learn how to do you. So you can't compare what you're doing to what somebody else is doing because your leadership and what you have been given in your vision is incredibly different. And so if you spend all your energy shifting and focusing on what somebody else is doing, you'll never have the energy to really invest in what you need to do. So that's why it never takes off. Your vision needs your full-time attention. It needs the energy behind it that you can give, but you cannot live your life comparing yourself to others, asking why them and not me, uh, looking at how they did this and you didn't get it. I mean, just think about it. Focus in on what your vision is and stop living your life comparatively. You are a unique, fearfully, wonderfully made individual, and uh, it is important. Salma says, my soul knows this. <laughs> my soul really knows that. You have to realize nobody else has your fingerprint. Nobody else has your, your DNA. You are unique for a reason. God made you this way. He watched this way. So stop comparing yourself to others. Because if you compare yourself to others, you, then you want their level of success when in fact you might be shortchanging what God really wants to do in your life. Here's the next principle I want to talk about, and it's about finding contentment. Now, let's just be real. When you find contentment, the Bible says this, that godliness with contentment is of great gain. When you learn the power of contentment, when you get to a place that you say, I'm, I'm, I'm really okay with where I am now and I'm progressing and moving forward, it's not apathy, right? I'm not talking about apathy, which is completely different. I'm talking about contentment, being settled in what I'm doing and, and, and who I'm doing it for. I'm content with my purpose. I'm content uh, with my vision. I'm content 
uh, with with how we are moving the needle. And so if I am content, then I therefore am pushing past my insecurities because I'm bringing validation, value to my work, to what I'm called to do. Nobody else can do that but you. So when you find a person who's simply content, they're not sitting back just chilling, thinking I don't have any more work to do. They're constantly grinding, constantly making things happen, but they are content with such things that they have because they know that they're comfortable in their own lane. They have their own vision, their own purpose, and they know no matter what happens around them with whomever, it has nothing to do with how their vision will come to fruition. So I want you to really practice contentment. I want you to focus in on contentment. I want you to find contentment because when you realize what you have, see, the reason why a lot of people don't know what they have is because you're, you're always over there looking at somebody else's and you're, you're comparing yours and minimizing what you have without really understanding the true value of the gift that you are and the gifts that flow through you. So let's be very clear. It's important as a leader that you find contentment and the people who work with you and around you and work for you. These people have a level of contentment. They are absolutely confident and content in what God is doing in their season in their lives. Now, listen, invest in you. When you discover the value of what you have, the first investment, the main investment is you. Every vision I've had, I've always sown into it. I've always given to it. Every, everything I believed in, I've sown into it because I've learned to invest in myself. When you think about it, people have the misplaced priorities around investing in themselves. People will spend $300 on a dress or suit and will complain about food that's healthy for the body being too high, right? In other words, we have a misplaced value system around taking care of ourselves and investing in ourselves. I just believe, and listen carefully, you have to protect the asset. You are the asset. You have to protect that at all costs. You have to make certain that you surround yourself with the right people. You have to make sure you're making sound spiritual decisions, not knee-jerk reactions. You can't lose sight of who you are as a leader. I know there's a tendency just to be down the earth with everybody and just say, I'm cool and everything is great. I'm just hanging out with my guys and hanging out with my girls. But please understand, as a leader responsible for more than yourself, you have to be mindful of your decisions. You have to be mindful of every single thing that you do because it's all a part of investing in you. Because if I invest in myself, others will see me investing and they will then come alongside my vision and they too will start investing in me. Can I ask you a question? I want you to write down over the last seven days, can you write down three things you've done that say I invested in myself and did this? Can you think about that for a second? Can you really pause and say, hmm, what did I do to pour into myself? What book did I read? What class that I take online? What, what thing did I do in the gym? How did I invest in myself? What, what investment did I make? How did I shift money from this to that to truly say I was invested in myself? I want to encourage you today, invest in you. You cannot have the expectation that others will invest in you if you are not invested in yourself. Now here's number six. It goes right to that. You got to believe in you. Overcoming insecurities means that I'm betting on myself. I'm not only investing in myself, 
Ooh, but I'm betting on myself. I believe in myself. I believe in my capacity. I believe I can compete with anybody on the planet. I believe that I'm in the conversation. See, this is how you overcome insecurities. You got to believe that you're in the conversation. You have to believe that great things will happen because you show up. I believe in you, man. You got to believe in you, though. I can believe all day, but it's all about you believing in you. You believing in your journey, which is unique to you. You believing in your ability to survive what you survive, which is unique to you. And if nobody else affirms you, nobody else supports you, you cannot resign from your vision. You have to keep pushing and believing because listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. It is so important in defeating insecurities that you believe in yourself. I want to review what we've talked about so far before I go to my seventh principle. And uh, I want to share this with you, whether you're hearing it in the night or in the morning or the daytime. Please know that I appreciate you being connected today. Here is the issue of the root cause. First, we talked about what does it mean to get past insecurities? Let's find out what's causing the insecurities and let's address it. Let's deal with it. Secondly, we discovered that once all that stuff is out, we must have a therapist to help walk us through that and know what to do with those emotions and know what to do with that stuff that has so hindered us. Thirdly, we have to get to a point that we're not comparing ourselves to others. We're not living our life comparatively, looking at what someone else is doing, but we are content with where we are. That's number four, finding contentment. When I find contentment, I am not waking up anxious, looking at my phone at somebody else's timeline, trying to figure out what they're doing, when in fact, I am going to be content in what I'm doing. And as a consequence, when I know how extraordinary this thing is that I'm doing, how amazing it is, you notice what happens? I then begin to invest in me. I begin to see the value in me being where I am. I see the value. When you invest in yourself, it means you see a great return coming. And that's why it is so important that you believe in you. I believe in you. But it means absolutely nothing for me to say that if you don't believe in you. I believe in your dreams. I believe in what God has shown you. I believe it's going to happen. But do you believe it? That becomes the fundamental issue. But listen, remember this. Believing in you sets the stage for one final thing. I want you to do you (laughs) and be you. That's going to be our hashtag today. I want you to send that everywhere you know. I'm doing me and I'm going to be me. Unapologetically, as a leader, I have learned to just do me. I recognize that people don't understand me. People who really love me have a difficult time really understanding my methodology, my frame of mind. But you know what? I am not going to augment who I am to accommodate temporary relationships. So what I'm going to do is I am going to do me. And what I want you to do is do you. Unapologetically, what God put in you is so unique, is so amazing that all the experiences that you have gone through has prepared you for a moment like this. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, those who are called according to his purpose. So may I 
encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to do you? May I help you understand when you walk in the room and because you're a person of great character and because you have great values, that you are going to do you. That you are going to walk in the full manifestation of who God has ordained you to become and you're going to be perfectly fine with that. You see, ladies and gentlemen, being a next level leader is getting past these insecurities. We all have them. They come from a variety of different experiences, but we can get past these insecurities and we can become all that God has for our lives. I absolutely want to thank God. I want to give God glory for you being connected to this podcast on today. Listen, I want you to let me know. I want you to send me a message on Instagram, Joseph Walker, the number three. Let me know where you were listening from and that you were listening. And I appreciate you so much. I am grateful to God. This is an amazing season. It's a season where you're going to defeat these insecurities and you're going to walk in the blessing and the favor of God. So go get it, leader. That's who you are. You are a next level leader. Go get it. Thank you. Don't forget to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Make sure you follow all that we're doing and the content that we're providing. Go out there and get it. I appreciate you. I value you. I believe in you. But none of that makes a difference if you don't believe in yourself. Thank you again for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III. And until next time, may the Lord bless you real good is our prayer. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3 I look forward to connecting.